Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live from the 21st floor of Bellevue Daniels Broiler. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with guest host Scott Weida, and soon to be joining us will be Fancy Frenchwood of Socking Seattle. Hey, Scott. Hey, good afternoon. Hey. Okay, so this is actually kind of fun because we have a lot of um, a lot of people here for a Monday night. It's a great crowd, too. Today's show, should I go ahead? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, it's brought to you by Daniel's Broiler here in Bellevue, an amazing steakhouse dedicated to the best service, incredible food, and a spectacular view. And if you haven't visited Daniel's lately, you have to check out the lounge because we're having a great time. Great time here tonight as well. That's a loudspeaker. Uh, yes, we have a we have a um, a Mackie speaker and it awesome. is loud. It's good, but it's so. Bad. If, you're, if you're in the area, come visit us, Daniel's Broiler, the 21st floor in the Hyatt Building. Come have a great time with us. Gotta love it here. Okay, so to, today on our show, our wine sponsor is going to be Apex with their sparkling red. Um, that is going to be our live on air tasting today. Scott and I are the only two here. Fancy will be having to tell us about it later. So, Scott, I'm going to invite you to go ahead and take a sniff, a swirl, and a sip, and um, tell us what you think. I already drank it. <laughs> it's really good. I got a chance to um, try it at the Apex Winery um, wine tasting at Alder Ridge. And it is, I've never had a sparkling red this um, deep in color before. It's juicy. It's Oh, it's yummy, yummy, yummy. What do you think? I think it's delicious, and I like sparkling red a lot. In fact, I'll take a sparkling red to a champagne or a sparkling white almost any day. Really? Yeah. I just I don't know why I never thought to drink sparkling reds, but do you I have love tasting them. notes on this by any chance? I do not have any tasting notes. We forgot to get them from Apex, so that no. is my bad. But um, the juicy flavor of it, I think, is going to be great for summertime. It's wonderful for uh, any kind of uh, dinner that is going to be salad-based or vegetable-based, I think, because it doesn't have a lot of heaviness to it. So yeah, it's I could, not I could drink it. this with meat as well. But you I could. think it's a good – I think it would be a great warm-weather beverage as well with yeah. a meal. Yeah, I think so, too. Because it's, it's lighter than just a, like a standard red. Yeah, I would agree. One I moment. We are very fortunate to have Apex as one of our um, sponsors, and we are thankful to them. We're actually going to be broadcasting live with them on, I believe, the 9th of next month. So we'll be live in their tasting room yet again. We had a great time last time we broadcast from Apex. Yes, we did. We drank a lot of wine and ate a lot of cheese and crackers (laughs) and visited a lot. I think we shut that place down. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to the Socially Savvy News, brought to you by our um, sponsor from last week, which was Blast, the Ultimate Cocktail. It is a new malt beverage, and it has hit stores. It is a has a lot of Kool-Aid flavor to it, so it's a very sweet instead of the, the beer malty kind of flavor to it. It is awesome. So if you get a chance, look for it in the stores. Blast, it comes in four different flavors. Strawberry is the first one that I can think of. <laughs> You can tell I've been drinking wine. <laughs> Just a little bit. I love it. It's good. It's good stuff. So, yeah, thanks to Blast, the ultimate cocktail. Yes, and they are actually in our swag bags today. So if you are 
get a chance to swing by Bellevue Daniels, pop in here, and if you're one of our first 35 or so people, you're going to get to take home a blast along with some of the other swag bag uh, products. So, We remind all of our listeners that if you go to blogtalkradio.com, find Socially Savvy. The chat room is up right now. We're staring at the screen. We're waiting for your comments. So join us on the chat room. It's up and ready to go, just as Fancy Frenchwood is in the house. She just got here. Yay! Yay! I made it. <laughs> Don't you just love traffic? I love it. Okay, so I'm going to start with the first story in news for Socially Savvy today. Um, Coca-Cola, which, you know, is a name brand. Everybody knows everything about it, or so we thought. They hit the Redmond and the Kirkland area with a new cool freestyle, mach- freestyle machine. started popping up all over town. It is featured at the... Taco Times. Um, it's a high-tech fountain of the future, which can dispense 106 different drinks, many of which have never been available in the United States before. Raspberry Coke, Orange Coke, and Peach Dasani are just a few that you might try. The first local freestyle was at the Taco Time on Elliott in Seattle on March 9th, and it is now at Taco Time on 116th in Avenue Northeast in Kirkland, and the Redmond Taco Time at 17140 Redmond Way. Um, the Taco Time Northwest plans to feature the Coca-Cola freestyles in 15 of its Seattle area restaurants. So take a look at it. I know that we were talking about it earlier. The three of us are going to try to get out and check that out, and we'll each try a flavor and tell you guys about it. And anyone who's ever made a graveyard oh. at one of those uh, do-it-yourself soda fountain places, Ooh. like at any restaurant that allows you to pour your own soda, right? you can just push a button for graveyard. They and it makes it the graveyard for. I them. haven't seen them, but I'm sure I, there's got to be a button for a little bit of everything. I'm I would push think a so. little bit of everything. I would think so. It, the whole idea, though, I mean, you think Coca-Cola, you think Sprite, Diet Coke, you know, Coke Zero, but then I'm like 106 different flavors. That boggles the mind. So I'm excited to see what some of these flavors. I'm gonna take a picture of it and, and click so we can see all the different flavors. Okay, so with that said, we want to thank Kind Bars, one of our sponsors, delicious, healthy, and gluten-free snack bars. They have been one of our sponsors from the very beginning. Um, back in the beginning days last year when I was just simply doing the Duchess Report, uh, they have great snack bars. They're healthy, they're fun, and I love that they support little business as well as big business. And I kind of feel that way about most of our sponsors. You know, in, in this time of where everybody is trying to maximize their dollar and maximize their exposure, it's really nice when companies recognize people like us who are just coming up out of the ground and growing really fast, that they take the time to say, hey, we believe in you and we're going to sponsor what you're doing and be, we want to be a part of it. So thank you very much, Kind Bars. We look forward to snacking on your goodies this week. And forgive me, I just gave up my headphones, so I'm feeling like I'm going headphone commando here. <laughs> I hope you can hear me because I can't hear you. We can hear you very, very well. The ambiance in Daniels tonight is fantastic. It is. And there are so many people here. You'd be surprised for how many people here on whatever time and day. That, what is it? It's 530 it's a, on a Monday, right? on a Monday. Yeah, the first show Incredible. we did here was quiet. Yeah, we love you. And the sun came out and everybody came out. We and love Thanks that. to our listeners for coming out to join us tonight. Yes, most definitely. Well, for news, I paid over 4 bucks for a gallon of gas yesterday. Ouch. It sucked. It sucked. Yeah, and then coming into town for the show today, I saw a sign on 112th. It said no trains on 112th. No trains on 112th. That's interesting because I'd done some research before the show today 
uh, from our friends at 425 Magazine. Uh-huh. Got some information about what that sign was all about, no train on 112. So it's, it's about protests that are starting to occur about the East Link light rail project. Now, East Link, if you haven't heard of it, is a planned eastern expansion of the Sound Transit Link light rail system, spanning about 22 miles from downtown Seattle to the city of Redmond. The funding for the construction of this portion of East Link between downtown Seattle and Overlake Transit Center was approved by voters, that's you and me, in November of 2008, while the final segment between Overlake Transit Center and downtown Redmond was identified as a priority extension in a future expansion measure. And as of now, construction of East Link was projected to begin in 2013 or 2014 with the line opening for service as far as Bellevue in 2020 and extending it further into Overlake in 2021. What this means to you and me is there are going to be light rail trains that run from Chinatown District or the, 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 the International District International. and down in Soto across the I-90 floating bridge into downtown Bellevue by way of 112th is the current proposed wow. uh, is the current proposed plan. That's amazing. Really interesting project, and it's it's meeting with criticism. Uh, a lot of uh, people love the idea. I personally think the concept is a great idea, and I'm handing over to my co-host here a picture of the proposed uh, railway map. Uh, but look, people are protesting, of course, as they will when a project like this is supposed to come near or through their own neighborhoods. Yeah, I think I think it's really hard to keep perspective. You know, for us, those of us who would use it, I think it's easy for us to go, oh, yeah, this is going to be wonderful. We can benefit from this. But when you're the one that is going by your house or you're concerned about your children, you know, being around and playing in that area, I can understand the concern. But at the same time, I guess there, there's this balance of progress and and you know, a happy home life. If it's not going to go through one neighborhood, it's going to go through another. Another, And I guess when you have this much lead time, I would look at that as a good thing because then at least you can prepare. Well, and it's going to happen because we as voters approved the project. Well, and didn't they have a proposed direction for it to begin with? Oh, yeah. And as a matter of fact, you can go on the City of Bellevue's website and you can download all the proposals, some of the technical challenges that they're having to overcome for the project, and a picture of this map as well. That talks about uh-huh. that and their due diligence uh, process. Wow. So I think it's kind of cool to look at how they actually do these kinds of projects, not only how they follow up after they've constructed it, how they further reduce noise and those kinds of things, but some of the technical challenges that they're facing with this particular project I think is extremely interesting. It's going to be the first time that a light rail line has operated on a floating bridge. Wow, that is amazing. Yep, challenges faced by Sound Transit as they construct the line include stray current, expansion and contraction of the bridge itself because it's floating on the surface of the water, weight of the rail infrastructure, and the weight of the train, as well as the expansion joint on either end of the bridge. Wow, got to love technology. Scares so, the hell out of us. That's yeah, amazing. <laughs> Hopefully yeah, look, we have great engineers working on this project. And look for construction to begin in 2013. Awesome. Okay, so our um, next story uh, that we're going to be covering is one of those things that I think everybody who has a Facebook has dealt with. And my consensus overall is it gets viewed as a very irritating thing. But I wanted to put it out there and see what the hosts feel about this. This is the facts on poke. I just got on Facebook. Scott just poked me. Scott just poked you. So mm-hmm. Facebook's definition of Twice. the poke is... The poke feature can be used for a variety of things on Facebook. For instance, you can poke your friends to say hello. You can poke someone. They will receive a poke alert on their homepage, and then you're supposed to respond to that. 
Uh, one of the other little topics was who can poke me. Only a confirmed friend, someone that is in a shared network or a friend of a friend can poke you. Who can I poke? You can only poke a confirmed friend. I like that is strangers. someone that is in a shared network or a friend of a friend. I like and, so and Scott was, needs to know you can you can't poke twice in a row. You have to you get have poked to delete, back first. Yeah, yeah. You, you either sure? have to be given up. Either you have to delete the poke and get repoked, or you have to reply to the poke. So right. that's the Facebook definition. Now this is what um, Wikipedia. The poke feature is intended to be a nudge to attract the attention of another user. Many Facebook users use this feature to attract attention or say hello to their friends. A previous version of Facebook. Um, fact gave additional insight to the origin of the feature stating, when we created the poke, we thought it would be cool to have a feature without any specific purpose. People interpret the poke in many different ways, and we encourage you to come up with your own meaning. Okay, personally, just the word when I see it pop up. Number one, I don't I don't like anybody poking me. <laughs> I, I just I don't like anybody poking me. I mean, it's poke, in real LB. Life, it doesn't say tap. Poke, tap, nudge, yeah, smack. tap, tap, LB now. No, no, it's poke. <laughs> no, like my, like this. Okay, the only person but see, you did it wrong. You can't poke twice. You have to wait to get you poked have to wait back. To get poked back. It's a, it's a one poke and then you're done. <laughs> and the connotation that comes, I mean, I've gotten these messages back that say, well, how come you didn't poke me back? Really? Are we four now? Really? If I wanted to poke you back, I would have poked you. If I'm, I liked the first poke. <laughs> I'm sorry, I could just see this. Am I right? Really fast. <laughs> I would agree. I I don't know about you guys. I think I could completely do without poke. And if I could block a poke, I would totally block a poke. I'm not a pokey kind of girl. <laughs> One of the listeners on the chat page just said she said poke. <laughs> poke, 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 poke. I don't like it. Okay, that's just me personally. So just before airtime, I made sure to give LB a good poke on yes, Facebook. Yes, Oh, you know what? And I did not look. Am I going to die? <laughs> I'm going to start laughing. That is just Hopefully she'll funny. poke you back. No, 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 no. That, that song, Poke Me and I Poke You Back? Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. No, that's not me. Okay, so she'll how do you... poke you back. Do you... But, I mean, getting a little more serious, do you guys like the poke feature? Do you think it, it has the intention that Facebook wanted, or do you think it's just irritating? I don't like or dislike it. I don't really see it, actually, because it's hidden. It's over on the right-hand column of your Facebook page, and I rarely look in that area anyway. So last time I looked, I had like 16 pokes pending, and I just ignore them. Although it might be fun to get poked 16 times. Maybe. See? <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal, I think. The poke is in the eye of the beholder. Oh, my God. Just like any other... No, no, God, seriously. You're killing me. Just like any you other feature of me. Facebook... <laughs> Any other piece of feedback, any other person's news status, their profile status, it's in the eye of the beholder. And just like anything else, you can choose to respond or not respond. Now, I'm not sure if you can turn a poke on or the, that feature on or off in Facebook. Like, like for example... I haven't been able to figure that out. I if, would like to turn If it I off. didn't want to receive someone's status updates anymore. Right, you can block you that. You can hide that. But it's totally subjective. When I poke you, it, there, there's no connotation. <laughs> when I'm talking about it on air... There's a connotation. But when I'm poking you on Facebook, this it's it's more of a, hey. A hello. Oh, that's how I take it. Guess okay, who so just then, popped into my head? You yeah. did. So then why would, I'm sorry, why wouldn't you just click their name and then put a hello? Because it's quicker just to Yeah, poke. how many buttons did you just push? And yeah. type seven. I'm sorry. I just, okay. You win. Maybe they don't have anything meaningful to say, but they just want to reach out and say, hey, poke. 
Well, it, like, I, get hello. The, I get the falls in the same thing where if we had a little bit more discrepancy, like we have the like button, I want a dislike button. I want to hit dislike yeah, when I don't on. like something. Me too. Come on. <laughs> I want Facebook. a little bit more control it's here, people. Facebook. <laughs> okay. So to poke or not to poke, that is the question, right? <laughs> it is the question. You know, you've got, and you've got to be in control of, 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 of that. It's just like anything I think. If you don't like something that someone else is doing, tell them. I guess I need to make a post, man. Please don't poke me. It's not going to stop me. However, <laughs> there's a limitation to the number of pokes and the poker. frequency of, that the poking can occur. You're a poker stalker. <laughs> no, I'm not. For example, a poke a week, I can see that as being okay. More than one poke per week. Like several a day. All right, LB, you're, you're obviously getting embarrassed. <laughs> no, so, no, it just, it just, it strikes me as so funny. Give I'm me sorry. an alternate word, and I'll use I'm that. So, I wish that they. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wish there was something else that they could have. You know, a little smiley face. Yeah, actually, don't even put a word. Instead of hit the little thing, a little smiley face pops up. They could call it a nudge. They could call it a nudge. But then it wouldn't be subjective. It would and be a nudge be every funny. time. No, I agree. It wouldn't. I'm be sure funny. there are people that use the poke on Facebook as just that. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on with the Make show. sure you know who you're poking. <laughs> I think is the moral to the story. Hey, you know, no, I'm just going to stop no, it's right like there. anything else. If, it's, if it offends right them there. or it may offend them, don't do it. Okay, but this is where the whole socially savvy on media comes in. Social media, people don't think that way. They look at the words in front of them and they respond how they think at that time instead of thinking about the response of the people on the other end. Um, that's one of the things that I think social media is going to, where the etiquette has to come in, is you have to think about when you do and type something, how is it going to be perceived on the other end? Right. Because people then look at you in a way that maybe you, it's unfavorable and you didn't mean that. So I think that's where the, the big education is, really understanding that when somebody sees words, they're going to read it as the English language. So you better understand the words that you're using. That's my two cents worth. That's more like five cents. I or liked ten. it. That's good. Ten. Ten, ten quarters. <laughs> Okay, we're going to move on to the new addition to the show called Socially Acceptable and Unacceptable. We've had such a great response with it on our shows in the past that it's going to be a permanent part of the show. So every week we're going to go over things that are socially acceptable that maybe people are kind of like, well, you know, do you do that? Do you not do that? And then we're definitely going to nail the socially unacceptable because we're moving into a time where nobody has time and resources to waste. And so the patience level for dumb stuff is gone way, way, way down. So our first um, topic on what is acceptable is it is acceptable to go Dutch with friends. There was a time and a day where you could go, where it was actually frowned upon if you said, you know, let's go Dutch. It was more of a everybody has money and you were almost insulted if somebody said, if you grab the check and somebody says, well, I'll pay for mine. You, you get this nasty look across the table because everybody was in a good place. And to some degree, there was a like a one up. Well, you know, I'm going to get the check this time. Well, I'm going to get the check next time. But now, with, with where the economy is, it's okay to say, hey, you know, no worries, we're going to go Dutch. Not a big deal. And it's perceived as a positive, again, instead of a negative where it was the last few well, years. Well, yeah, I think it takes, it takes that pressure away. That yeah. where, you know, who's going to pay? Are they going to pay? Should I pay? But I can't really pay for both. So exactly. I think it's, yeah, I agree. That but awkwardness is gone. So think from a social perspective. Just remember, it's, it's okay, and people are a lot more comfortable. It's not going to be taken negatively. Um, I know I used to worry about it all the freaking time. <laughs> what if it's not with friends? Um, 
if it's not with friend, it, it, that's where it gets a little bit more tricky because you've got if you're if you're invited to something and you're invited to a sit down dinner, I think again that's where the communication needs to be very crystal clear. Um, you, if the host says everybody has individual checks, you know you're paying for your own. Um, if it's announced, like when I try to do an invite, I will usually use the term "come and meet us." I won't say "come have dinner with us." If I can't pay the check, then I will not put out there a full-blown invitation. Um, if I'm going to put out a full-blown invitation, I'm going to assume that I'm p- picking up the check. Yeah, because it has become more difficult in the current in the current economy. Oh yeah. As we as we're rolling a little. Perhaps lighter. a little lower, or yeah. a little lighter than we were a few years ago. Exactly. To understand what's what's going to be covered, what may not be covered, and as you're inviting people, set a clear expectation for, you know, for what's involved when they come. Oh yeah, I agree. Well, and and I I've known like with with acquaintances when we've said, hey, let's meet up for dinner. It's almost, and I'm going to put myself on a ledge there, but when somebody says, hey, let's meet up for dinner, it's almost assumed that we're going to take care of our check, you're going to take care of yours, unless somebody says, hey, I've got it. Absolutely. And I think that communication, if, if you really do want to pick up the check, I think you need to say that so that people aren't questioning, aren't uncomfortable. It takes attention out of it, and it, everything's fine. Okay, so, Fancy, you want to touch on the next one? And chivalry is not only acceptable, it's preferred. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going to touch base on this. I want to cut in real quick here. We're no, going to touch base do. on this because we are actually going to do an entire show around this because the way the dialogue went when I was talking with some of the other listeners and the host about this. Um, I did want to touch that it is acceptable, and I'll let you go ahead and finish, but we will do an entire show. <laughs> That's going to be a good show. Scott, will you be there for that show? You know, I've already volunteered that I am willing to participate in that show. Okay. And I've got and I've got an opinion on this. Which is great. So feminists, bring it. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I, I'm not a feminist. I, I love chivalry. Uh, and I think that uh, the point here is that we've gone through, the pendulum has won back and forth so many times. We don't know. Uh, do you want the door open? Do you want the car door closed for you? Where, and I think that's something we work out as individuals in our relationships. But I think it's, it's okay to assume for the men out there that it, to be chivalrous. I think that's okay. If you're dating someone for the first time and you're not sure where that person, kind of, I, I think they'll send indicators. So if you were to try to hold the door for someone, for example, and maybe even if you're not dating, like I make sure that my kids, if we're out in public and say we're walking through a, a retail store or a mall or, you know, if there are swinging doors, my sons know to hold the door for whoever is coming behind them. And it doesn't matter if it's a woman or a man. I mean, some things are just about being courteous. Oh, yeah. No, when my boys hit 15, uh, my two oldest are over 15, um, actually when they were 14, I told them by the time they were 15, that it would be expected that when they're with me in public, I would not open any more doors, and they would pull out chairs and go through the, the natural progression. And I'll never forget the first time I told my oldest uh, he did it, and then 24 hours later we were going into a meeting, and he has these really long legs, so he took all these steps in front of me. He walked right through these glass doors, and I stopped at the glass doors. And it wasn't just glass doors. It was an entire wall of glass. And he turns around, and he looks around, and he gives me the shoulder up like, huh? And I threw my hand on my hip, throw my head over to the side, and I went, hello, <laughs> through the glass. And he's did, like, uh, hey, wait a sec. Was, did you see that? Ah, I did, see that. <laughs> did everyone see what I, she just did? I did. <laughs> Gary, Gary. Do that again. I did. It was like, 
Hello. Yeah. Snap. Two and, snaps up. And two I snaps, looked at yeah. my son. And a neck roll. And a neck roll. And I looked at him, and he, his whole demeanor just kind of slinked out. Oh, no, you didn't. He walked back over. <laughs> he opened the door, and he goes, I'm sorry, Mom. And I looked at him again, and I said, honey, I said, this is, this is one of those things that if, if a woman says and gets in your face about opening the door, I would much rather see you in that argument than see you in a position where you have not held yourself in high enough esteem that you're going to go ahead and do these things as a courtesy. There's, in life, you're going to get in different arguments. I'd rather have you on the argument of being too chivalrous than being um, too self-centered. I absolutely agree. And as the mother of grown men, that's, they... they Touche. Touche. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Okay, so we are going to be going into socially unacceptable. And she, no, we skipped over that. We did. Scott, why don't you? Hey, I got one. Oh. It's okay to go out and not drink. Oh, yes. Yes. Or have one drink. Or to have one drink. Yes. <laughs> right? I was chatting with a friend uh, last week. I was in an event, and they were apologizing for only having one drink. I looked at them and I said, you don't have to apologize. That's fine. Drink water. I mean, if I'm feeling particularly... I don't even know what you'd call it. I will drink wine in a champ or water in a champagne glass if I want to feel pretty about it. I don't care. Right. It's not about what you're drinking. It's about the people that you're with and sharing time with. Them. I agree. If you are at a wine tasting and people are looking to you to share, you know, ideas about wine, well, then maybe you would want to say something ahead of time. But other than that, I don't think you even need to explain yourself. Yeah. And I just thought that was kind of sad. So I wanted to I wanted to touch base with that. That you don't ever shouldn't ever have to feel like you have to explain what you're drinking or why you're drinking. Yeah, it. I agree. It's, a, it's really a non-issue. It's a non-issue in my book. I drink because I like to drink. I'm not worried about what it, what's in anybody else's glass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, topic number one on socially unacceptable. I love this. Absolutely love this. To name drop with an attitude having never met the person, you usually end up with egg on your face. I can't tell you how many times I've watched people go up, and, and I love using Lucky Strike as an example because they are a great group of people over there. And I was standing in the line, oh, standing not even in the line, I was standing over the VIP visiting with security, and this one Miss Thing comes walking up, and she goes, um, yes, I'm supposed to be here with Noah. <laughs> Noah is the most that, awesome. That was that neck roll again, and that... Mm-hmm. And, and I hope he doesn't kill me for using his name. <laughs> he was so gracious. I, I have to give him a lot of kudos because if it was me, he, he looked, it was so great. He goes, I'm sorry, just a moment. I'll go get him. He walked four feet back, turned around and came back. He said, my name's Noah. Her whole demeanor just. I, so if you're going to name drop and you don't know the person, do it with some class. Do it with some style. <laughs> God's over here doing the video. For, we totally need Thursday. video for today's we do. show. We need oh my God! For today's show. So socially unacceptable. If you're going to name drop, at least do it with some class. Yes. Um, Fancy, you want to get the next one? Socially unacceptable. Grabbing someone in public. Why people think it is even remotely funny to grab someone's hind parts? Oh, I haven't seen anyone do that lately. Well, it's beyond me. And here's the joke: it's actually assault. And you can be cited for that. Yeah. So keep your hands to yourself. So I need to know, since these are in the notes, when was the last time you grabbed someone's rear end in public? <laughs> I can't imagine Scott ever doing that. <laughs> the last time I grabbed or someone's... Or have you seen uh, someone do Somebody that? other than your significant yeah, other in a joke. I, I'm sure it happens all the time. You know, I hear about it. Would you ever... Would you I, ever no, I hear, I hear about this. I hear about this. I hear after my lovely has gone out, 
had had a night, Ooh. and then come, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hear about the I butt grab. I hear about butt grabbing. Butt grabbing. I hear about it, and I hear about the difference when guys are around. Yeah. With a group of ladies, and when they're not, and trying to get to a restroom, and there's a lot of non-Facebook poking, poking and grabbing going on. <laughs> you, you, that brings a whole new meaning to poke. That's a not a Facebook post right there. That's not a Facebook post. This is one of those things that, you know, we type things on Facebook because we throw it out there just to throw it out there. And I'm going to throw this out here. What do you think you could possibly benefit besides a slap across the face or a look of complete disgust? Are you serious? What could could another possible outcome be? Um, I don't know a woman who has ever responded positively to that, except, except somebody working in a bar who that's... Just you know, it's a it's a little bar in a little town, and everybody knows each other. But we're talking to complete stranger thinking that they have keep the it right. on the football field. Yeah, keep it on the football <laughs> field. On the basketball I, court. It yeah. boggles my mind. If anybody has an answer for me, why a, a complete stranger would think that that was even remotely funny or acceptable, I it's at 41 years old, it's, I've never grabbed that aspect. Aspect. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Okay, so number three on socially unacceptable. To look someone up and down, it makes you look tacky. I don't video. video. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys are really missing it. What's up, girl? (laughs) You can only imagine. I I absolutely, okay, this is where the part of me, the Duchess, comes in. I, I really don't like being a brat. I don't like being rude. I don't like making people feel bad. But when I, I'm 41 years old, when I walk by a line because I'm pressed and you're walking past this line and you have all these little something somethings and they're all dressed with their mini skirts up to the hooch and their shirts down to their hotch and, you know, and, and you're walking by and they give you the up and down. It's kind of like, mm-mm, you know, they're looking at you like, what do you think you're going, girlfriend? And right. I just drives me nuts. And so that little part of me that is just evil enough <laughs> just evil goes up enough. to the VIP give security a hug, they open the little area for me, close it, I turn around, and I give them a wink when I walk by. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't need to be rude. They're, why do you think you need to look somebody up and down? Hello, you obviously have more assets than I do. What's the big deal? So what? What is that about? I think it's just exactly what you said. Insecurity? It's envy, it's jealousy, they want to be at the front of the line. But they don't and know that. How are you to get to the front of the line but in front of me they don't know that. When they're looking you up and down, they don't know. You're not at the front of the line yet. Oh. They're just looking you up and down because you're walking by. Hmm. I don't get it. To me, it's so childish. It's, it just drives me up a wall. And I saw it twice this last week. I was, okay, Scott is rolling his Have eyes Have you ever heard that song? What is it? This is why I'm hot. This, this is why, why I'm hot. hot. <laughs> that's, that's what goes through my mind when somebody's looking me up and down. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. You're not. <laughs> I guess it's an attitude. Scott, you are not saying a word. <laughs> He's got this look on his face like, I am not going to say anything because it will. You're going to plead the fifth, aren't you? No? Okay. You... okay. Do tell. Do tell. Come on. Come on. This is not on my list. Did you just poke me? I did not. <laughs> you... Okay. You need I didn't me. No. <laughs> this is not on my list. Because when someone looks you or me up and down in the manner you just described, I'm obviously doing something they wish they were doing. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm hot. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just don't like anything that has a negative connotation with the uh, uh, uh. Why can't you? It, 
admire. I think people, exactly, admire. Why does it have to be a negative? Why can't people do it in a positive way? Go ahead, Scott. You no, want it? You let wanna... it go. Okay. I'll let it go. Ahead. You know what? You're special. You're going to the I'm VIP because you are Duchess, VIP. <laughs> so go and do your VIP. Okay. So Scott. be the V in the P. No, I need this next one. Okay, let okay, it go. Fancy wants the next one. Fancy gets the okay. next one. I love this. Okay, this is money talk. And the reason I, I, I just was had this conversation, I think I had this conversation yesterday. When you make a, a large commission or you make good money, there's no reason to talk about it out loud, right? I mean, that's just not acceptable. Yeah. Okay, so, so I was looking online, and this is a Facebook thing, too, so this will kind of tie into our, socially, uh, um, our social media unacceptable as well. And I and there's there's this couple I won't say where they live. Anyway, they're really great marketers. <laughs> they have a great product that I actually love and use. And yet I was on their Facebook page the other day and they're promoting their business and there was a video. They had a video and they were they were holding up checks and showing these in the video. They're like oh, video Lord. blog about how much look how much money I made. I signed someone up and I just got a check for two hundred and ninety dollars and that only took me one hour. And the only thing I could think of when they were saying this, and I was, as I was watching this video, was what if I was a, okay, I'll, I'll do, can we get censored here? We can, no, we can say whatever we what want. What if I was a dumbass that just signed up under them, and, <laughs> and now and I'm I watching them brag about how right. I paid $500 to buy into this thing, yeah. and they made 300 commission. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, okay, that, that's not cool. Yeah, that's not savvy, right, to be bragging that you just suckered someone into. No. Yeah. That's not classy. Not at all. Well, and I think because the the lines have skewed so much between what upper class and lower class were considered, which in a lot of ways is a good thing, but it, the downside is is there's not an education of what is acceptable to talk about. There was a day and an age where you never talked about your wage to anybody or about anybody else's wage. I mean, to this day, in, in a company, you can still be fired for that, but people do it all the time, and they do it as a put-down or they do it to use as a bargaining chip. I think if we can start going back, and again, you know, what the whole purpose of the show is to talk about what is socially savvy? What do you want to be perceived at? Do you want to be perceived as this low-class, trash-talking um, person who thinks they're all that? Or do you want to really be perceived as a serious business person who should be well-respected in their area and whatever they do? If you're, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you can separate yourself and fit simply how you speak and how you lift those around you up. The same as a business person. You know, you take a look at very high-end business people, you will rarely ever hear them put anybody down. And it's not because they're not thinking, of, I'm sure, right. but because there truly is no purpose. If you have to throw people on the ground to climb up to the top, you had no business being there in the first place. Well, it's a fact that class can't be bought. Yeah. No, it can be educated if you are willing to listen, class but it cannot, cannot be, be bought. bought. Another true story. I've, I've, been, I've been recently, I've been to... Uh, a, a, a nice high-end eating and drinking establishment, and in the same evening, really? I heard the words, "My Benz is parked downstairs, <laughs> and I've got a town car." Oh, I love it when people announce their arrival too. I the blank is here. I don't know. I I think that's bad. I think if so you, you mean I should stop walking it. in and yeah, saying, "Fancy's here." No, you never do that, baby. You never do that. I I, I guess, you know, in in training, they talk about what a leader is. A leader is somebody, if you are moving forward and there are people following, you are a leader. If you are at any point are moving forward and you look behind you and no one's behind you, you ain't a leader. 
you're leading nothing, which means you need to reevaluate yourself. And I think that is one of the things that a lot of people forget. They look at everybody else and go, well, you all need to change. Instead of looking in the mirror and going, maybe I need to change. Maybe my approach is off. Maybe the way I'm presenting myself is off. And, and adjust because, again, a true leader is serving people. Well, I can't imagine wanting to spend time, for example, with a woman who only wants to ride in my car. Exactly. Yeah. I'd rather that they want to spend time with me. It's like, who cares? I mean, and so describing my car is one of my positive attributes. Yeah, I don't think right. so. Not a good start. Right. I don't think so. Okay, so we are going to actually carry on with the next Unacceptables next week because we have a lot of stuff to cover, and we actually had quite a bit to say about this. This is cool. So I'm going to move on to our secret sponsor of the show this week. And let me explain. The secret sponsor is talked about every show, um, somewhere during the show. And if you're listening live, if you're listening to an archive, go ahead and message LB Duchess, message Fancy Frenchwood, Scott Weida on Facebook, uh, who that secret sponsor is. And then you're entered into a drawing for one of the prizes. We have four to five prizes every month from the secret sponsors. Um, and it's our way of, you know, introducing you to these new products, introducing you to these new new sponsors, and they're giving us great prizes to be able to give away to you. So our secret sponsor this week is iCandy. They provide top quality lash extensions, facts, white, facial... Scott. Faxel. Facial waxing. Thank you. For some reason, it's not working. I'm looking at Scott and laughing. I know. Scott's a clown. Um, they have chemical peels, makeup applications, makeup lessons, private and semi-private makeup lessons, and last extension parties for bridal events, birthdays, and girls' night out. They're located at Kirkland at 200 Central Way, Suite D. And um, go and ask for Jamie. Jamie at Eye Candy. That's awesome. I love the name of that business. It it is. And I'm actually sporting some of their goods tonight. Ooh, I was wondering. Yeah. They look awesome. As one of our sponsors, I get to be a rep. So thank you so much. They are a great crew of people. They're an uh, easy-to-access location, and um, they do a really, really, really good quality job. Nice. Which I completely respect. So thank you so much. Okay, so here we go. Moving on to what happened last week. This is brought to you by Pop Chips, Never Fried, Never Baked, Think Popped. Last week, uh, we were at the Aqua Bar for our show in Seattle. We stayed till around 9 o'clock. They uh, stayed open a little bit longer for us because our uh, listeners and us were having such a good time. Fabulous happy hour. Amazing good food. But the atmosphere is wonderful. And I know you've been there with me before. I love Aqua Bar. And Scott, you were there with us, too. Where? Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. Aqua Bar is awesome. I'm losing my mind. No, I, I'm losing my mind totally. It was a great time. It was very fun. So, um, Irina, unfortunately, who is not going to be able to be with us for a few weeks, she is going on an adventure. We're going to miss her terribly, but we are so excited to hear about her adventure. Yay! She's going to be bringing us um, socially savvy tips from a, a world standpoint, European and such. So when she gets back, she's going to have a whole barrage of stuff that we can Fantastic. Test. International savvy. International, International savvy. Yes. Um, so she was there with some girlfriends on an on a impromptu, and they had a ball. They, ha- they Actually, she said they had a great DJ, which you don't hear that term very often. There's a lot of DJs out there, but there's not a lot of them that are great for our demographic sure. between the 30 to 60. And, you know, yes, that's a, a big range, but you've got to have diversity. I right? agree. Anybody in that range, is we like a lot of music. So yeah. she said that the, their DJ was great. Fantastic. Um, this week, I also uh, covered all of the painting parties by Corks and Canvas because they hit three of our favorite locations. We'll be in a Martini Bar in Kirkland, Apex Winery at Alderwich, and Matthew Estates in Woodinville. Um, 
their fun and fame has hit a new height, and they will be seen on Evening Magazine. Wow. So we will be announcing that date here shortly. Um, so keep up with us, and you'll be able to watch them live on Evening Magazine. It's going to be a fun one. What else happened this week? Oh, this week I checked out the Boca Kitchen next to Hotel 1000. I've never been there before. Have you been there, Fancy? I have not been there. I have enjoyed some of their food at several events that I've gone to at Hotel 1000. They seem to be the exclusive caterer for some events over there. Yes. So I'm familiar with some of their bites, but what I'm more interested in is these large glasses of wine they serve, evidently. I was really impressed because they had the large glasses like here at Daniel's, and they were they were what I would consider, you know, not obviously overfull, but they were a generous, 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 I love generous. serving. And I appreciated that. We call that a man-sized pour. Man-sized pour. I love it. I like it. Bounced into the nightlife in Bellevue this weekend and found it a little bit on the young side. Uh, this is one of the problems that we've had with Bellevue and even sometimes Seattle. It's really hard to find places that, that cater to our demographic. And I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. But, you know, what we're up against is our demographic goes out on average two to four times a month, where the younger demographic goes out three to four times a week. So, of course, a lot of these companies are having to cater to those. Bellevue is working very, very hard to try to find one night a week that different locations can cater to us, and we're working with them. I've been working with a couple of different locations for the last year. So in the near future, we're looking at being able to have some of that. One of the locations that I really, really want to brag about, uh, and I had the op- opportunity to follow up with, was Black Bottle Pastra. Oh. Our pastern. Um, we were invited back to come and check them out. I was there for the soft open a lot of people in Bellevue had a misconception with the name Black Bottle that it was going to be all high-end and kind of uh, a, what would you call it, a, a certain kind of attire that you would have to wear. Not at all. It is a very casual atmosphere. They have amazing food with a happy staff. It's exactly what Bellevue needed. It's got um, Their music is casual with uh, kind of a sultry, seductive feel. It tickles the senses. Is there a music? Do they have a live performer, or is it um, no, a DJ have, or mu- just music? They have um, it's played music. Okay, in the background. Okay, but we while we were there, we enjoyed eight different items. I have to say, I've never been a fan of duck, but we had seared duck with breast with cranberry pot uh, pork. I'm sorry, cranberry pork compote. I never thought I would like duck, but it was really scrumptious. Oh, wow. It was really yummy. And the proportions are another thing that I really like. They're smaller, so it's meant, that their cuisine is meant to be shared. So finger food, um, it's set up to be very friendly in mm-hmm. a group of people. Absolutely loved it. Uh, I had the seventh by shrimp. Was, I loved the zest. It had a, a little bit of a bite to it. They had a butter lettuce pomegranate goat cheese salad that, again, which surprised me, it had a zest to it. It wasn't right. it wasn't as spicy as the shrimp, but it had a little bit of a, a back end. It was um, served with a what was that? A pesto or no? A chili chili? Um, can't remember the nut. I'm sorry. I, chili sounds pistachio brittle. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, pistachio with it. Um, then we're again loving the the finger foods. They have something called the Broccoli Blast, and I don't know if you've ever tried broccoli their broccoli blast. there. You've got to try the broccoli. I mean, it sounds like such a simple, goofy thing, but you have to try the broccoli. It is fabulous. Uh, for dessert, we had passion fruit sorbet and guava gel and a, a cacao nib mousse torch and chili pas- pistachio brittle. 
uh, everything was fun, playful, and unique. So I would definitely say it's one of my recommendations to check out in Bellevue this week. And hopefully, you know, crossing our fingers and our toes, we're going to be doing a live broadcast there soon. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. And now what about, did you happen to check out Sky Lounge this week? I did not get a chance to pop into Sky Lounge. I heard a couple of people who had, um, and I think right now it's catered to more of a, a younger crowd. Oh, it so, is. Okay. You know, we'll see what, it's a new club, so we just kind of wait and see what it, how they develop. A lot of times when a club is new, they cater to whoever happens to walk in the door, and you can't, you know, you can't blame them. They're looking to try, they've got to turn a profit right off the get-go. So um, we're hoping that Sky Lounge will bring something that caters a little bit more towards our demographic. We'll just have to wait and see. Perfect. But if it doesn't, I'll go check it out. Oh, yeah. No, I want to check it out. Times. See the young crowd? I have, I'm a younger. I, I like there. the music, so I can get into it sure. and have a good time. So I need to, do, I, do they have a DJ? Is that what they're, they have, their yes, format they is have a DJ party? Yes, they I do. need to check it out. And the original owner, the owners of it now were the ones who, um, were the owners at the very end with uh, Vertigo? Was it Vertigo down here in Bellevue? Which everybody was kind of sad to see closed because it was nice. You know, Bellevue wants options. We want a lot of choices on things to do because we have very diverse flavors here. So where's, where's Black Bottle at? Black Bottle's in, on the third floor of the Galleria Mall, so where the old theaters used to be. Okay, down by the uh, it's Rock like Bottom Tap House. And, tap yeah. house. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm going to move it along here a little bit fast and fancy. I'm going to need your help with this. Um, I hit Wine World for their open house to check out things how things have changed since they opened in the beginning. They've done some really nice touches to their ballroom. And in addition, they've opened a VIP lounge, and they continue expanding to a may, um, to in, give people a new way of enjoying all the juices that they have from all over the world. Sure. They have malt beverages. They have sake. They do. I saw a whole they sake do. Session. And actually, they've been doing lots of sake tastings lately. I've seen yeah. That. So it's yeah. been very exciting to see what they're bringing into it. Their ballroom is beautiful. They now have a ro- a moving bar. It's a, a semi-circle, so it can be a, a full circle, but it's on wheels, so they can move it anywhere. Nice. Um, nice curtains, great tables. Uh, their VIP room has like a um, cigar area in it. I don't know where they're going to be smoking wow. cigars, but they're bringing cigars back okay. soon. We don't know the, the whole There are very few that. places you can still smoke a cigar in town. Well, and the yeah. laws are changing on that. They um, came up here about a month ago. They're looking at changing that again because People like they 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 want a place to be able to smoke. It may you know to some people it's not socially the the thing, but to others it is. And so I think to have a place that is catered to them and not punish them. Are you a cigar smoker? A, uh, you know, not really, but if there's a dedicated area. And and I like cigars. I'm one of those that I will go and sit out in a cigar lounge because I like the smell of cigars. Right, right. So you know I can appreciate it. For me, a cigar is more about ambiance. Right. Yeah. And an experience yeah. than it is about yeah. smoking. I right. would too. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. So you know, three, four times a year. Right. That kind of thing. Like yeah. a holiday. I would agree. Okay. So Mr. Scott, can you tell us what is coming up this week? Coming up this week, brought to you by Go Girl Energy Drinks, which I found to be the perfect energy drink for those on the go, with all the good stuff and none of the bad. I love it. Lemonade's my favorite. <laughs> So I believe you're going to, Fancy, you're going to be attending this next event. We're going into the ones that are coming up this week. We have the 10th Annual Sexy Syrah Salties on Alki at 6 p.m. fundraiser, celebrating Washington Wine Month and the 10-year um, anniversary of Sexy Syrah at Salties. 
sommelier David LeClaire and Tim O'Brien once again bring their 40 Northwest wineries making Syrahs and Syrah blends for what has become the Syrah event. This lush, bold, spicy wine is helping Northwest wineries to continue garnishing attention and accolades amongst the wine industry wine world. Worldwide, I'm sorry. The wines will be accompanied by delicious fare prepared by Salty. Yummy. This popular event, which has been sold out, and might I add, is sold out, is a fundraiser for Fair Start, a food service job training and placement program for homeless and disadvantaged individuals. Tickets are $45 a person and can be purchased online at www.fairstop.org. Um, if you do want to go and you don't have a ticket, I would encourage sending an email because every once in a while, you know, people can't go and they let them know and tickets become available sure. last minute. So if it's something that you think that you would like to check out, I would definitely send a message out there. It's going to be a great event and I know that I'm going to be going. I think Fancy, I'll be there, is going to go. And I'm not sure, are you going, Scott? I may. You may? Okay, Awesome. It's a VIP. Yeah, it is. Uh, hey, this Wednesday at Italianissimo Restaurant in Woodenville. Wine and apps for 15 bucks. What a lineup. There are two great wineries in one place. Just the right way to start out a Wednesday, a Wednesday night, starting at Italianissimo. Uh, and this event is from 5.30 p.m. until 7.30 p.m. And, of course, we'll spill out to other areas as well. Cool. Italianissimo is 15608 Northeast Woodenville Duval Place by the White Horse. And then Thursday, we have a Chick Chat event coming up. And yay! Yay! So Tracy Klinkroth is our resident Chick Chat specialist. She's not here tonight, but I know that she would want us to let you know. On Thursday, April 14th, 6 to 9 p.m. at Alea Spa at Hyatt at Olive 8, downtown Seattle. The gorgeous spa is host for the first in Chick Chat series of four Get Your Spa on Soirees. These fun, pampering, girls' night out soirees give you and your girlfriends a chance to take a night off from you fill in the blank. Kids, husbands, stress of life, and experience some of Seattle and Bellevue's best spas and salons. And I have to add a side note. I want to make sure that you understand that this event is closed to the public. You do need to buy a ticket and be part of the Chick Chack crowd uh, to enjoy this special occasion. Yes, and as soon as you book your ticket, you have to call and book your appointment for a mini spa service because they have to get you into that schedule because there's so many people coming through and they call specialists in and, and hire specialists to make sure that they can service everybody. So get your ticket, call in, book your appointment, and come and have a blast. And you, what you get with your paid ticket is a mini spa service, wine and champagne tasting, specialty vodka cocktails, chocolate tastings, Cupcakes, light appetizers from Hyatt, jewelry and fashion vendors, including the Etc. line, which I will be featuring there, and door prizes and giveaways. So be sure to get your ticket and then call the spa, 206-676-4500. Tell them you're with Chick Chat and choose from the many spa services they're offering for this event. I'm excited. That one's going to be That's fun. That's going to be great. That one's going to be a lot of fun. We'll we can't, there. and we cannot forget Passport to Woodenville. Yep, yep. It's the kickoff weekend, April 16th and 17th, starting at 11 a.m. Woodenville Wine Country's signature event. If you hadn't, if you haven't been before, you should. Passport to Woodenville kicks off the spring in April. Guests will have this opportunity to taste wines from exclusive boutique wineries and tasting rooms, as well as special selections from a few of Woodenville's more well-known participants. Participating wineries will be posted soon on our Facebook page and on WoodenvilleWineCountry.com. This year, Passport will be valid for six weeks from April 16th until May the 31st. It includes special offerings such as appetizers and music at select wineries during the kickoff weekend 
only April 16th and 17th. You got to check this out. WoodenvilleWineCountry.com. Again, if you haven't been, you should. Yeah, no, I, I have not been. I'm li- really looking forward to it. I'm actually covering a couple of the events over there. Um, the cool thing about it this year is that you buy your ticket and you have until June 1st right. to finish. So I love that idea because you can go with a group of friends and one day somebody can be, you can hit four or five wineries, somebody can be the designated driver, and then the next weekend some, you can rotate it. Right. So you can really enjoy. But events like this are important because I think it reminds the wine tasting or wine drinking public that Washington State is the number two wine producing state in the nation. Yes, and they're actually, Which many people don't know. Well, and one of the things that a lot of people also don't realize about Washington Wines is they have presented themselves on a world stage. And right. we are now competing with world-class wines. And we're not just competing. We are, we are establishing ourselves as leaders. And it is wonderful because Washington Wines, with the diversity of temperatures and the diversity of weather that we have here, you get just delicious, robust, and um, complex flavors in your wine. So... You know, you don't want to brag too much and say, yeah, Washington's all that. But we do definitely bring something different to the table, and we love it. So very happy. Okay. We so have time for the plan ahead still? We have time for the plan ahead. Love Let's the plan ahead. Put it on your calendar. Tonight it's brought to you one of our great sponsors, the Healthy Energy Mix in a Tube, Zip Fizz. Gotta I love, love it. Zip Fizz. <laughs> so Wednesday, we're April 20th from 7.30 to 11 at Club Sur Restaurant and Lounge. This is an event that our fancy Frenchwood is going to be a guest judge at, and I'm going to be covering. It is one of the events for um, Seattle Fashion Week. They have selected 20 of the most talented models, designers, hairstylists, and makeup artists that they could find to to compete in the launch of a new kind of quarterly event, Battle to the Nine. Advanced tickets and events information at www.brownpapertickets.com backslash events backslash 170 Six five five. It's a ten dollar presale. Doors open at seven thirty. Show starts at eight. After twenty, after ten o'clock, it's going to be a twenty one and older. So if you are under twenty one, you're going to want to make sure to get there early and understand that you will be leaving a bit early. Um, Sir is going to be extending their happy hour for this event. And the menu information, you can go and visit SeattleClubSir.com. And one thing to note about this event, other than that I'm, co- I'm judging, is that all of the proceeds from this particular event in Seattle Fashion Week will be going to a select charity. Which, And again, this is one of the things that I love about the Washington industries here. There are so many great events that are attached to fundraisers and charities and benefits that you can feel really good about going out and having a good time. <laughs> going to go out and party with a cause. I love it. So one of our fabulous sponsors, which we were so excited to launch on the show last week, which was Blast, has finally given us some dates for their um, up-and-coming launch party. Yay! The ones that we have so far are going to be coming up on May 6th, the Twilight in Belltown. Also, um, our place at Capitol Hill on the 6th. Tiki Bob's in Pioneer Square. And then Fuel in Pioneer Square is going to be hitting April 30th. We're going to have more details as far as time, start, and stop. And where to get that information, we'll be linking and hooking and publishing that on our Facebooks as well. Um, and we've talked a lot about Seattle Trend Week. I finally, was so very excited, got the invitation to spring fashion events in Bellevue. I get to be sitting on um, at the Bellevue Collections Trend when it hits the runway at Stiletto's Style of 2011. A royal affair. They will be launching this the day of the royal wedding. And it's going to be a lunch and a fundraiser benefiting the Tatuchi Center. For tickets, go to ACTT, 
woguild.org. So I will be covering that live. That's exciting. Very excited about that, yes. yes. Um, April 15th and 16th, that will be kicking off. To see the season's must-have styles on display in fashion frames at Bellevue Square. Be sure to pick up your own collection lookbook and enter to win one of the many fashionable prizes. May 7th, we have Tim Gunn. And if you've seen any of the reality TV shows, you know exactly who I'm talking about. He's going to be showing us how to make it work. Join Tim as he hosts the Lucky Brand Jeans Fashion Show in Bellevue Square Center Court at 1 p.m. for a fun, entertaining peek into all that's stylish. So there's no tickets that you have to get for that. Just show up at Bellevue Square Center. Do we have time Do we have for time? Ryan to tell us a few things about Blast? For those who weren't listening last week, I think that'd be great for our new listeners. Let's do this. Let's okay, do well, we got we got a few minutes. We weren't going to put Ryan on the spot, but you know we wouldn't be here if it <laughs> we weren't for the sponsors the of the spot. show. So <laughs> here's <love> Ryan. <laughs> well, like I said, uh, blast! If you didn't hear last week, uh, new adult malt beverage, uh, basically tastes like uh, Kool-Aid fruit juice, but uh, it has a kick to it with 12% alcohol. Um, you heard uh, four of the launch places that we're going to be kicking it off. Times uh, will be getting locked down uh, here in the next week or two. Uh, there will be a lot more places, such as the Diller Room, Shotzi's, um, just to name a couple. So we are getting out in uh, other areas, probably down in Auburn and Renton also. Um, so just keep uh, keep keep listening, and uh, you'll get posted up with uh, the official dates and times that we're just going to do little launch parties and have blast girls and guys, and possibly me dressing up as a pimp oh my while God. I'm out there with it also. I'm hoping make it to get you home. into Kirkland and Redmond, because I know a couple of other businesses up there, and I'm like, oh, we've got to get them yep. up there. It's working be on fun. a couple of places out there, just haven't been able to talk to the owners. So. Well, and one of the things is I have the the benefit, of the, and I don't know if you, Fancy, have had a chance to taste it yet or Scott, but um, it is a Kool-Aid-type drink, but I have to tell you, when you take that, if, if you're going to a party and you want to create this different kind of drink, it, I'm going to throw in one of our other sponsors that we've had in the past, Dry Soda. Uh, I grabbed one of the Dry Sodas and one of the Blast and mixed them together, and you throw them in a martini glass, and you want to walk into a party and look like a freaking stud? It is so good. I, I there is, there's the reason why we have the tagline, the ultimate cocktail. Um, we do encourage uh, mixing together the blast drinks, fun. mixing it with uh, uh, just pouring it over ice. And actually, if you want, mix it with some other hard alcohol and make you know make another drink. So yeah, but that's, what, that's great with the dry soda. That's, I that's love it because I could show up at a party. I could grab two blasts, two dry soda, and I've got drinks for four mm-hmm. for for you know an hour or two, and it was easy. It's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Here you go. It's thrown on ice. And it, nice. the colors look great, too. The, the <laughs> vibrant blues and reds and stuff. So finally, we're going to end this, wrap up the show. Um, for all of our Socially Savvy fans, be sure to like us on Facebook to be trying for prizes from our secret sponsors. Again, every time you listen to the show, go back, listen to the other shows, figure out who the, the secret sponsors are and message us those, who the secret sponsors are. And for every ent- every time you call us or let us know about that, you're entered again. If you're on our fan page, you're entered again. So um, you definitely want to get your hands on some of these, these great prizes. Thanks to our sponsors of the show tonight, Daniel Spoiler Bellevue here on the 21st floor, Apex at Alder Ridge, Pop Chips, Go Girl Energy Drinks, Blast Malt Beverages, Sweet Talk Wipes, and Eye Candy Lash Boutique. It's been a pleasure visiting with you today, and um, why don't you tell our uh, tell our audience where they can find us next week, next Monday? 
Actually, right now, next Monday is kind of up in the air. Okay. I know. I was kind of bummed. So check our Facebook page for an announcement on where we're going to be broadcasting from next week. It'll be week. the secret broadcast It'll location. Be the right. <laughs> exactly. I can, however, tell you that we will be broadcasting again, um, which is a set date on the 9th from Apex. Wonderful. Excellent. In Winnandale. So it was a pleasure visiting with all of you guys and having you guys on the show. I love it. And we look forward to chatting with you next week. Next week.